Bobby, show me some energy. Quote, you are on. All right, so let's go to hour number two. Nice to have you here. Good morning, good afternoon. I'm Jim Rome. It is the second of three hours, and we are wide open right now. If you missed hour number one, I started by talking about John Morant. John Morant back on the floor last night. Looked like he had never missed a beat. He was gone for eight months, shows up, comes back, dominates, gets big win for the team on the road. I loved everything about it, except at the very end when he walked off and screamed, I kept receipts. Receipts of what, dude? And never mind that that line has come back to bite Bob Sala in the ass. At least with Sala, it made some sense. At least I know why he was keeping receipts. He might as well light them all on fire, but at least I know why he thought that he might want to keep them. John, you're different. I don't know what you're keeping receipts of, but good to have you back. Hope you did some hard work on yourself and you're ready to roll because the league is much better when you're there because there's nobody like you. That's why the league is so much better when John Morant plays because there's nobody in that league like John Morant as long as he gets it. He didn't before. And in his defense, that was a lot to put on a young guy, right? A guy that's been enabled, entitled, and is so extremely, supremely gifted. That was a lot, clearly, and it got the better of him. So I don't know what he did while he was gone. Hopefully the hard work, and hopefully he's in a good place. I just, I loved everything about last night except for him saying, hey, yo, I kept receipts. If you're running on that fuel, my concern is maybe you're not as accountable and responsible, and you don't fully understand what went down. Because it was you and only you that put yourself in that position. So we'll see. Stucknut is in. Stucknut wrote, this is in regards to the Christmas caroler. At least Joe knew it was a Christmas carol and not an Alice. Regards the weirdo that confused Bobby with Peter. Again, I have no idea why that's a reason to go for so many of you. Somebody called up earlier this week and referenced the time that Bobby's voice changed. On the Brady Bunch, a famous Brady Bunch episode. I had no idea how many of you love that show so much or why you took such great offense to that. The biggest thing that we've learned in the jungle this week is don't ever, ever, ever get a detail wrong about the Brady Bunch or the clones will give you the hands. The clones will come for you. I had no idea that show. I mean, I kind of do because I grew up in that era. But I had no idea that that show meant so much to so many people. Most of all, I had no idea that show was a reason to go. Hey, Nut, for the record, did my anonymous, no-name author reach out to you yesterday? Did you talk? I was led to believe that was going to happen yesterday. So again, the author that I'm working with on our book project... Wanted to know about the clones. He said to me, Jim, I think a big part of your career and your brand, obviously, are the clones. Talk to me about the clones. What makes them different? What are they like? What happens when you see them in public? What have they meant to you? And he's firing all these questions at me. I answer all the questions. Then I said, you know what? It's almost impossible for me to explain to to you who and what they are. You should talk to them directly. Here is a list of clones that I think that you should call. He's like, great. And I put nut near the top of the list. So nut, did you have that conversation? I'm just curious.
Hey, Jim. Holy crap. Was that supposed to be a Feliz Navidad parody? I could barely make that bleep out. David Omaha. I don't know. Let's give the guy one more shot, Albie. Does this not sound like Feliz Navidad? The best way to spread holiday cheer is to sing loud for all to hear. So on that note, da 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 the Pistons are bad. Da 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 da. It is. The Pistons are sad. Da 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 da. The Pistons make me mad. Is Killian Hayes just bad? The Pistons are bad. Da 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 da. Division opponents glad. All right, so I don't know what's better. The fact, keep that up, Alvy. The fact that Alvin again is making people look much better than they actually are. Let Alvin, Alvin can produce anything up and make anybody sound good except for maybe Dino in Vegas. That dude apparently took to the X and put the rest of his lyrics up since we were not privy to them. He wanted to make sure that everybody knows what he was going to sing before he got run. Dude, you're lucky you made it even as far as you did. Hey, Rome, it does take huge cojones to get on national TV and attempt a Christmas carol when you can't carry a tune. I'm just glad the Pistons aren't from Nantucket. Pete, Youngstown. This guy's in, quote, hey, dumbass caroler. That phone call was bad. Da 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 da. Sex is something you've probably never had. Da 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 da. da. Don't ever call again. Da 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 da. You have no friends. Da 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 da. V in the fee. It's pretty good. That phone call was bad. Da 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 da. Sex is something you've probably never had. Da 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 da. Don't ever call again. Da, da. Da, 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 you have da, no da. friends. Da, 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 v in the feet. That phone call was bad. Sex is something you've probably never had. <laughs> Spoken like the true swordsman that I'm sure V is. <laughs> Hi, Jim. Holy hell. That caller in Michigan is killing my holiday spirit. Hope the Pistons continue to suck. As karma for Joe. Bella B in Calgary. And finally, hey Rome, here's your year in review. 2023. The Dodgers and Lakers choke in the playoffs, as always. James Larden eats his way to a new team. The Cowboys still can't win a big game. The Jets still suck. And V in the fee and Geoff and Lincoln are both still idiots. Maybe things don't change that much at all. Signed, Jeremiah in Greenville. Hey, Jeremiah, why didn't you send that two months ago before we started work on the year in review? You would have saved the crew a hell of a lot of time. Tommy's been walking around here stressed out. Alvin's been walking around here snapping at me. And I know what it is. It's the year in review. I know how those guys get. That's why I give them some room. I give them their grace. I'm like, it's all right, fellas. It's all right. I know that when the calendar flips over into November, y'all get a little red-assed. Jeremiah, you could have saved us all of that with that on November 1st. Hey, Rome, is the only definitive thing I know about the Brady Bunch is that that bleep was garbage. And anybody who defends it is just as garbage. Justin in Albany. 
You know what you are, Justin? You're a freaking hot take artist. You're a troll, dude. Here's the story. You should be troll in Albany. You don't believe that. You know you're just trying to stir the clones up. Sick them. How about it? Time and place. Context. Of course that crap doesn't hold up today. Very little does. Although some TV shows do. But I'm telling you, back in the day, in the 70s, when I was a kid, and that thing came on, man, that might as well have been The Sopranos for nine-year-olds. You know what I'm saying? That was like event television. And understand, there weren't eight million other options back then. Hate to date myself, but back then, we had TVs that, in some cases, didn't even have remote controls. Like, you'd go up to that bitch, and you'd turn the dial. Two, four, five, seven, nine, eleven, thirteen. Hey, what do you know? There's Bobby and Peter and Marsha and Alice. Pretty big of that fam to let Alice out once in a while. How about Alice getting nice with a butcher? Anyway, anyway, Justin, you know you're a troll. Bro, you know you love that show. At CU Buffs, ECS 826, what's worse, a parody of Feliz Navidad, a bad parody of Feliz Navidad, or a parody about the Pistons? I didn't know anyone cared so much about the Pistons in the last 20 years. Well, certainly not in the last 20 games. Check that. In the last 24 games. Yeah, I mean, the guy took a shot. I- I'm never, ever going to fault a guy for shooting his shot. Even if he shot his shot and he missed the net altogether. Even if he shot his shot and he whiffed. It's getting reaction. I'll give you that. King Curtis, 620. Hey, at Jim Rome, what the hell took at Alvin Deloro so long to run that guy's ass? Nobody wants to hear about the sorry Pistons. As always, Alvin's response is, I wanted to at least get to the chorus. You got to admit, Alvin, do it one more time. When Alvin produces dudes up, it's so much better. Listen to how much better this sounds with Alvin's magic underneath it. Go ahead, Alvin. The Pistons are bad. The Pistons are sad. Dude, you're bad. The Pistons make me mad. You're sad, dude. You make me mad, bro. The Pistons are bad. The vision opponent is glad. The vision opponent is glad? That's a Christmas carol? Hey, Jim. Still waiting for my call from the author as well. Ryan in Sacktown. Mark in Toledo wrote that. Yeah, homeboy's going to be waiting a long time. Oh, <laughs> Marky, Marky boy in Toledo. You'll be in my crosshairs tomorrow. Just wait. Wait until the beef segment tomorrow when Ryan in Sacktown has got flaming lava for Modesto, Fresno, and Mark in Toledo. Oh, Marky boy. Trevor Douglas writes, Romy, I bet Lawrence is foaming out the mouth. After that Christmas Carol debacle. That did sound like something Lawrence would have done, didn't it? Uh-huh. All right, there you go. A lot of reaction. 
How about a telephone call? Good idea or bad idea? Tommy's making the bad idea face. 1-800-636-8686. Let's go to Phoenix. Andy. Good to have you, Andy. What's up? Hey, Jim. I don't want to bore you, but uh, no, the meal that Zion Williamson or any player takes does not uh, tax deductible. It's paid by per diem. As Isaiah Thomas told you, uh, what, 20 years ago at Red Lobster? It's sort of like that. All right, so let me let me help you out here. Andy in Phoenix is trying to suggest that it's actually per diem. I asked, is there a tax write-off for Zion's unusually large consumption? And then he tried to go back to Isaiah and what Isaiah said to me 20 years ago. The reason Isaiah said this 20 years ago is because we had Chucky Brown on. Chucky Brown is a super dude. He was a journeyman that was bouncing back and forth around the NBA, between the CBA and the NBA, the minor leagues in the NBA. And he was talking about what life is like when you come off of the minor leagues and you get to the NBA. That's all of a sudden, reason, all of a sudden, hold on, Albie, all of a sudden you're not traveling around, long bus rides, $20 per day per diems. I think back in the day, those guys literally got 20 bucks a day per diem. How could you make $20 a day as your food per diem last when you're a pro athlete? That's not easy. But there were tricks, right? They had a whole philosophy and a formula. Chucky was talking about what it's like when you get to the NBA, though. Then it's different. Then you can go to a real nice restaurant. You can go to a Red Lobster. So we talked about that for weeks. And I got to kick out of that for weeks. And then Isaiah Thomas came on the last word one day. I said, Zeke, what's up? And he started the interview by saying, I just got back from Red Lobster. Zeke, it's always great to have you on the last word. Thank you very much for joining us. What's up? My pleasure. I just got back from Red Lobster. I mean, that, that was a great moment in show history. It really was. That was long before Isaiah Thompson. That's when Isaiah Thomas used to come on the program. But he knew the show. And... I don't know how much of that we were doing on TV at that time, but we were doing it every single day on the radio. Red Lobster became a real thing on the radio. So Isaiah, you know, A-lister in all his glory, and we had a good relationship. I said, good to have you on the show, dude. What's up? Nothing, man. Just got back from Red Lobster. That was great. Great moment. Anyway, Andy didn't do a very good job of describing that moment, but that's why I'm here. Anybody else? Step it up. I want to talk about the pizza shakedown. I want to go there next. I love that story so much. That's coming up next. I've got Dusty May, who is doing an incredible job. You know, Dusty May, by the way, led FAU of all places. FAU to the Final Four. Could have taken any number of big jobs. Did not do so. Stayed right where he is, which I love. We will talk to him at 1140. You know what I want for the holidays? All I want for the holidays is some NBA action. This week, new customers can score 150 instantly in bonus bets just for betting five bucks. It is an instant dub. It's just for you. You want to check out the DraftKings Sportsbook app for this week's games. Check it out. See what the opportunities are. I live there. I'm always looking at it. You should do the same thing. 
That is the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Download it right now and use my code name Rome. Do you have a gambling problem? If so, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash basketball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gambling resources. You're listening to The Jim Rome Show. Tis the season. Tis the season to roll telephone calls. 1-800-636-8686. I will get to the great pizza shakedown. Right now I'm checking out the bump back. There are Christmas cards rolling in. Everybody's looking good. It looks like they checked every single box too. No drugs. No alcohol. No profanity. No nudity. No violence. No impersonating somebody else. They scan their photos. Looking good. Happy clone families. No hate, just gratitude. I like it. It's nice radio, and it feels awesome. All right, with that in mind, let's go to the phones. I will be in Wisconsin this weekend. Eagle River. I have never been there for Christmas. Now... I've been to Madison in the wintertime for football, but we have our vacation home, which is a summer home in the Northwoods, in Eagle River. We do not go during the winter. This year, we tried or decided to change up. I want to give it a shot. You have to, right? You can't not do it. Let's go to Milwaukee. David in Milwaukee. David, good to talk to you, man. What's up? Hey, Romy. Thanks for Divine. How you been? Happy holidays. Yeah, you too, man. What's going on with you? Hey, you. It's nice up here right now. You're not going to get to do that old ice fishing with Woody. <laughs> Is that true? Really? What's it like? Yeah. 41 and sunny right now. Yeah. Balmy. Oh, it's not happening then. If that's the no. way it stays, dude, we are not going ice fishing. No, you're going to have to get the open face and go old-fashioned. <laughs> Got it, man. What else is going on? Hey, I just wanted to uh, – I called you a few years ago, told you how I listened to you for all the years I spent in the hole. Just an update since it's a year-end getting there i'm out here doing awesome man just want to let you know and thank you again for all them hours you got me through when i was sitting in the hole did i appreciate that so much now i remember david let me ask you something because i actually get lots of letters from people who are in prison saying that they hear the show and that it helps them through how does that work i mean can you listen like what are radio privileges like in the hole how did that work well, you can buy radios. They have these clear radios that you can see through. You know, they want to look at everything. And you find you on wherever you're at on the station, throw them headphones on, man, and vibe out for three hours escape. Get them good belly laughs in and gives you something to talk about with the fellas later on during the day. Uh, dude, I appreciate that so much. Hey, listen, really good to hear your voice. Really good to hear that you're doing so well on the outside. I appreciate you, David. Merry Christmas, man. Hey, Merry Christmas to you too. Bucks and six. <laughs> That's awesome. 
All right, so now I remember. He did. He was in jail for a number of years and said that he used to listen to the program while he was in the hole. He just said so again and told me how he did that. And then he got out, and he's doing great. And bucks in six. I don't get as many now as I used to, but back in the day, I used to, I want to say that I would get a letter or two a month or more from people in jail and got long letters, long letters, and guys just talking about things, talking about their life, talking about how they ended up where they were, talking about what it's like to what he said, put on the headphones, vibe for three hours, have something to talk to the other fellas about, what they would do when they would get out, they would give me their sports takes. But you know what the thing is? It was never hate. Like, it was always good stuff. Like, it was always, hey, hey, man, thanks. Thanks for helping me get through. I'm doing my time. I'm getting better. But it was never like, hey, yo, man, just so you know, when I get out, you're the first guy I'm looking for because of what you said about the Pistons. It was never that. (laughs) All right, so I appreciate that update. See, that guy understood what I was saying. I was saying it's the end of the year, so if there's anything you want to share with me or the crew— Go ahead and do so. Like every year at the end of the year, I share with you what you mean to me. I'm not like I'm not soliciting. I'm just saying if you want, if you have that mindset. That guy just said it's the end of the year. I called you a few years back when I got out. I just want to check in and let you know everything is cool. Bucks in six. Good stuff. Why don't we go to CJ in Oxnard, the 805. CJ, what's going on with you? Vance, what it do? What it do? Well, once again, I'm set up with a really tough call to follow, uh, but I will forge on. I have a favor to ask from Alan. Uh, since I was unnecessarily run last time, if he could stop playing that insufferable Carol from that tool, uh, I think he's probably upset all sorts of people down south. Uh, there could be a revolution after that. Um and I have an early beef now that we're on the Carolers subject. It's the Carolers from the Verizon commercials that come on every other commercial. Uh, they make me want to take a fire hose and blow them off the porch. Anyway, happy holidays to you and the fam. Peace and love, Romy. Nice job, dude. Not only did you not get run, you got racked. I like the way he Rack casually him. made a request of Alan. That made me laugh. Thank you, Alan. And he had a request or a shout-out to the carolers on that Verizon commercial. Stop doing it or I'm going to take a fire hose and blast you off my porch. That's his early beef. That's his pre-beef. DJ likes carolers. DJ likes everything about Christmas. Hence the Christmas card and everything that comes along with it. There are some Irvine carolers. Maybe not in our neighborhood, but out and about. Needless to say, this time of year, DJ is logging lots of Hallmark time in the store, watching the network, all about it. I can't tell you how many times I've come home and that's been up on the big screen. Actually, I can tell you how many times. Every freaking time. Every day. Because she's multitasking. DJ's always doing like eight things at one time. She's like, it's calming. It's relaxing. I'm like, you mean it's boring and repetitive, and they somehow figured out a way to take the same script and turn it into 8,000 movies. 
with the same has-been washed actors and actresses who used to be A-listers that are looking for an easy paycheck. You mean that? All right, CJ, good job. Let's go to Scottsdale. Dan, you see, hit me up on the phones. We are rolling telephone calls. 1-800-636-8686. Dan in Scottsdale. Hey, Dan, how are you? Yes, sir. I'm doing great. Very good to be in the jungle. And since you are going to be leaving the jungle, but you're actually going to another jungle, Inigo River, I wanted to give you some advice so you know what you might be encountering up in Eagle River in the wintertime where you will find and encounter mule deer. You will encounter elk running around, dove, ruffed grouse, turkeys, wild turkeys, waterfowl, wolves, and you will find black bear, big ones, hundreds of pounds that will be running around. And so I am giving you this information, which you may already know some of it, just for your safety, so you will be safe with you and your family, and you'll be able to return back from that jungle to your SoCal jungle. There you go. Thanks, Dan. Thank you very much for that. Uh, Now I'm not going anywhere. Now I'm going to stay in Irvine. Now, you know what? Okay, so maybe the winter is different. Maybe the winter is different, and maybe the winter brings out a certain breed that I haven't seen before. I've been there in the summertime, and I've seen none of that, just deer. And the deer are not afraid. As an example, when we used to spend the summers in Big Sky, Montana, the deer were afraid. Like, we would drive around at dusk, another one of DJ's favorite things. Let's drive around at dusk and see what kind of wildlife we could see. In Montana, we would see moose. We saw bears. Obviously, we saw a lot of deer. I saw a lot of things. I saw a lot of things there. Now, the house that we have in Eagle River is straight up in the woods. I mean, straight up in the woods. The house that we had in Big Sky, Montana, was about 8,000 feet up and not in the woods. It was behind a gate in a community that was cut out. I am literally in the woods in Eagle River. I have not seen anything that you just referenced. I have not seen a moose. I have not seen a bear. I have not seen a grouse. Lots of squirrels, lots of deer. And I wouldn't see as many deer if DJ didn't feed them every single day. They're smart. They know. They know where to get their grub. They know DJ is waiting on them. So we'll see. And no... I don't want to hear about how, hey, Rome, the reason you don't see the animals is because your man, Woody, has mowed through all of them. No, he hasn't. No, he has not. You know what Woody's doing, I'm told? Woody is spending a lot of time when the weather permits on the pickleball court because he's pissed that Logan rolled him up. And he keeps hitting me up. Well, he doesn't hit me up very often. Woody will hit me up maybe... I don't know, every other month with a quick text. Yo, how you doing? Hope the fam is well. Tell your boy I'm going to kick his ass next time I see him in pickleball. Woody is a really competitive dude. Great dude. Can't wait to see him. I'm going to see him this weekend. Woody is having a get-together at his house. Woody and Molly, two of my best friends from Eagle River. Let's see here. How about a quick timeout? If you're on hold, stay on hold. If not, get on hold. I want to hit 
the pizza shakedown. The best thing to happen to the New York Giants this season, far and away. Dusty May coming up at 11.40. That guy had a pre-beef. The last beef segment of O of 23 is tomorrow. Go on CBS Sports Radio. Clones, not all beef jerky is the same by now. You probably know that. Old Trapper's original old-fashioned teriyaki, hot and spicy and peppered, all come in four-ounce bags. That way you can sample all the different flavors and find the best one for you. Ask for Old Trapper by name because no other jerky compares. Old Trapper, what's your beef? So my Midwest fam is picking me up. Kane writes, Dan's an effing moron. There are no mule deer in Wisconsin. I thought it was kind of curious that somebody from Scottsdale was letting me know how it is. But maybe he's been there. Maybe he lives there. I I don't know. This guy writes, who was that uninformed wildlife guru in Wisconsin? Black bear hibernate from September or October through April. I'm pretty sure your risk level for black bear in Eagle River is zero. Enjoy your trip. Grab a nice burger and some fried curds at the Nutty Squirrel. Signed, Scott in Iron River. Hey, Scott. DJ loves the Nutty Squirrel. The Nutty Squirrel is right down the street from where we live. The Nutty Squirrel is like a mile from where I live. Maybe a little more than a mile. The problem with the Nutty Squirrel is that sometimes you have to wait up to two hours to get served. True. I went there once, and there was a sign on the door, a handwritten sign, that said, sorry, we're closed. Nobody wants to work. And that was not uncommon. There was, especially after the pandemic, there was a time when nobody wanted to work, and the local businesses were really struggling. I saw something yesterday. I think I mentioned it. There was a video of a restaurant that we go to not far from the Nutty Squirrel that burned to the ground. It was really sad. Great restaurant. Really sorry for those folks. Let's see here. Rome. These idiots don't know anything about Wisco. There are no mule deer. Almost no elk. And people have been ice fishing up north for weeks. Tobin in Appleton. Black bear. That makes sense. Hundreds of pounds. I have never seen a black bear there. I have never seen a mule deer there. I rarely see elk there. And in terms of ice fishing, I can neither confirm nor deny only that Woody is going to cut a hole in the ice for me. So, you know what? Rather than take the word of somebody in Scottsdale, I think I'll take the word from somebody in Appleton. Hey, Jay Rock, was that Dan in Scottsdale or Wilfred freaking Brimley? Duke in Vancouver wore the trifecta. Diabetes, sound drop. Diabetes, diabetes, diabetes. Bro, you know tri signifies three, right? Can you count to four? Diabetes, 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 diabetes. That's four. So it's actually the quadfecta, not the trifecta. Diabetes, diabetes, diabetes. You got that. Nathan Hager, quote, 
I see it's raining in SoCal. You good? Nah, bro. You know I'm not good. I grew up in SoCal. I'm an L.A. native. I've been here most of my life. So, of course, you know the answer to that. No, I'm not good. It's raining, dude. I'm a legend for even being at work. I'm a legendary grinder for driving in the rain to work. That's how I'm built. You know the answer to that question. No, dude, I'm not good. It's raining. Well, let's not go to H Town. I'm trying to get to the Pizza Shakedown. I really am. I love that story so much. I just need some time. Let's go to H Town, Greg. Hey, Greg, what's going on? How are you? I'm good, Rom. How you doing, man? Good. Everything is good. Great, dude. How are uh, everyone uh, associated with Rome Enterprises doing great? Everybody here is good, too. Thanks so much. Beautiful. What's up? Beautiful, man. Hey, hey. I uh, just want to tell you thank you for the amazing content over the last 25 years. And I uh, just say thank you and how much I appreciate you uh, for all the, all the drive time entertainment and everything. And especially um, with the reinvention project. I, I started listening about two years ago. I didn't know what it was about, but I'm like, hey, you know, this is Rome's thing. Let me check it out. But, you know, I started with, uh, I think you only had 23 episodes at the time, and I started with, you know, Eric Wood and I think Maria Menounos and then and then, uh, and then Inky and some others th- that you had on there. And, and I've just been intrigued with it uh, ever since. And they, um, you know, they just keep, they, they keep getting better and better and better. And so I've really reinvented myself. I've, you know, aligned myself with guys like, with uh, superstars like Craig Siegel, Brian Johnson, um, a whole lot of other people on there. Just some amazing content. And uh, I know how much you put into it. And I want to tell you, uh, just just thank, thank you so much for everything that you do for that. It's really, uh, it's really amazing. Dude, I, I, Greg, I can't say how much that means to me, man. Thank you so much for saying that. And he's talking about the reinvention project. That's my side hustle to my side hustle. And I want to thank you for a couple of things. Number one, for listening. I always say it on that podcast. There's so many different options. I mean, there are so many different podcasts and so many different places to go for you to get your information, and especially in that space, in the motivational, inspirational space. There are so many different people to go to, so I appreciate you making the time to listen to those pods. Number two, you know what I like? I like the fact that you said to me, I don't know what this is, but it's Rome's deal, so I'll give it a shot. And then you kind of got hooked, and you mentioned some of the people I've had on. Like, Maria Menounos is amazing. That is an incredible episode. Inky is a great episode. They're all great episodes. I've done, I think, 74 or 75 of these things. Right now, they're bi-weekly. They started off weekly. Right now, they're bi-weekly. And it's it's a really important thing. And I, I would love to say to you that I've completely reinvented my mind and my body, and my spirit. I'm not there yet. I mean, we're all a work in progress. But since I started that, it's way more than just a podcast. I'm way better for it. And I've got some plans for that and some things that I want to do with that as I look ahead to 2024. I've met some of the most fascinating people as a result of that podcast. Now, it's not for all of you. But if you're looking, if you're stuck in a rut, if you're a little bit down, if you're looking for some energy, if you're burned out, if you want some positivity, it's something I think that you should check out. I've got somebody in my business life that I'm really close to, that, and, I, and I've got a very small circle of trust. But I've got somebody in my business life, and as I mentioned cryptically, things are changing next year. I need to make some decisions. 
And I said to this person who I trust, who I've known a very long time, who knows the space, who knows content, I said, where do you come out on the reinvention project? Should I further develop that or should I maybe take a step back and maybe focus on this and then go back to that? This person who shall remain nameless said, Jim, I honestly think it might be some of the very best stuff you've ever done. I would not stop doing that, nor would I take a step back. If anything, you should double down on that and spend even more time on that. And this is somebody who has known me for a long, long time, whose value I trust, somebody that I consult with. So I think it's something that it's not for a lot of you. But for some of you, whenever somebody says to me, Rome, I actually have reinvented myself. I actually have changed my life. I'm actually much better for listening to that podcast. That is some of the best praise I have ever received. I love that. That makes me feel really, really good. And there's a little bit of sports crossover. He mentioned Eric Burns, or maybe he said Eric Wood. Both have been on. A lot of people who are in sports retire, and they're not sure what to do, so naturally they want to be public speakers. They want to be life coaches. And some are good and some aren't. It's like anything else, right? But some of the most fascinating people I have ever met or spoken to are on that podcast. So wherever you get your podcast, look for it. It's the Reinvention Project with Jim Rome. They all hold up. Every one of them holds up. 1-800-636-8686. Susie from Wisco is in. I love my Wisco fan picking me up, letting me know how it is. Susie writes, hey, Jim. The wildest critters that you will encounter are the Wisco residents. We're staying warm from a neck beard. You know what? The house that we have is actually winterized. Most people in my neighborhood, those homes are so old and they've been passed through generation to generation. This is why I love that neighborhood. The stories on that street are incredible. Like I've never heard stories like that amazing stories, you know, of families of these people, like adults, people my age who grew up there and all the kids knew each other and they've been going there like that. This one home or cabin has been there for three generations, four generations. They knew the owners of our house. I mean, on and on and on. But we are one of the rare homes that are winterized because we're one of the only homes on that street that was rebuilt. So I'm not worried about that. And as far as the critters, I agree with you. We're not seeing critters at all. When I was in Montana, man, that was wild. I'd be sitting in bed, DJ and I, and the guy who built my house, a-hole, that, that house was freezing, freezing. We would sit in bed, Janet and I, and the heat, and it was so cold that the heat did nothing. So I would try to light a fire in the master bedroom. But in order to light the fire, you had to open up the flute. And to open up the flute, the cold air was coming in. The fire was not helping. But we would sit there in bed at night, and I'd listen, and there'd be like critters up in the attic just scratching. And me being the city slicker that I am, that would kind of freak me out a little bit. I'm like, dang, man, what's up there? That doesn't sound right. And I'm not talking about squirrels. I'm talking about like heavy-handed, you know, think of like giant rats or raccoons or beavers or rats. Just scratching on the wood. And I'd sit there at night like, damn, man, that, that's weird. Rat Nothing boys. like that has happened in Wisconsin yet. CL, quote, 
went to the Nutty Squirrel a couple years ago during our summer vacation. Great place. Also up in the Northwoods, there is ice. We have six to eight inches right now on some lakes outside of Green Bay. All right. Good to know. I love that. The Nutty Squirrel is famous. Why do you think there's a two-hour wait? Can't go there on Fish Fry. Fish Fry is on Friday night. But like I said, DJ loves that place. Rob Hernandez writes, Temps in the 40s when at Jim Rome ventures into the winter jungle of Eagle River for the first visit to the Northwoods outside of summer. No mule deer, no elk, but the robins might be duped into thinking that spring has sprung. All right, that's interesting. I got a question. What about the Canadian geese? What about the Canadian geese that I encounter every summertime that come and dump all over my lawn? Have they flown? Are they gone? Where are they? Hey, Romer. You shouldn't have mentioned how close you are to the nutty squirrel. Well, we know where Wells will be camping out. Andy in Portland wore Allen killing it on the urine review. There is no urine review. 